Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. This is With Ines, a music commentary podcast where we talk about all things Afrobeats, ranging from new music to more serious issues within the music industry. Good day, good people and bad people of the internet. It's your favorite people in the world back here again. The ones with the best personalities you can ever come across. <laughs> it's your best girl, M-O-Y-O-X-Y-Z, on the beat today again. We're just going to go around the table real quick and introduce ourselves. Starting from the beautiful lady on my right. Oh, thank you so much for that. It's so beautiful as well. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Heart shape. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hello, everybody. My name is Sharon. Uh, Deji. Bala, aka Jiggy the Controller. Mm, brought it back this week. I see week. Jiggy the yeah. Controller is back on for this episode. Love it, love it. I'd like us to kick this episode off by just reminiscing on some of our best artist interactions. I'll just start by saying mine was with Costa. Costa. Ah. Yes, I was about to say Costa Rica. R.I.P. R.I.P. In loving memory. In loving memory. Um, was he in Nige? Yeah, he was Imagine. in Nige for Immersum Stellar Lives December concerts. Ah, yes. And I handled the stage. So when all talents were coming for their um, sound check in the afternoon, there was a part of the stage that was bouncing and the stage had been set up. Production had been done for like the past week. But the artists were just coming that day for sound check. So that was their first time getting familiar with the space. So I realized that oh, there's this particular place that's bouncing off of the stage that wasn't properly hinged at the bottom. So it was too late for them to start unscrewing and screwing. The next best option is to pad with like wood. But that couldn't work for that space. So I just was telling all the talents who come and say, Oh, this place is bouncing. I'm going to use um tape to mark this space so that you don't you don't forget when you come to perform. But if it's uncomfortable for you, let me know. So I told Kostan, like, when he's when he's performing, he'll just call my name again and say, Moyo, here, here. And I'm just like, wow, <laughs> look at us working together. <laughs> I told... Like into the mic? 
Yeah, like into the mic. Wow. And I'm like, wow, Costa is really saying my name. My oh, boss man. was there, so I could not take videos. Oh. <laughs> you see? And Costa knows me. That's so cute. Costa knows who me, who me is. But <laughs> I, I, told, I told Big Brother B, he was just looking me in the eyes like someone who knows someone before. <laughs> <laughs> that was your best one? Yeah, that was my best one. Do you have a worst one? No, people like me. I'm a good personality. <laughs> <laughs> what was um, yours? So um, my best um, artist interaction would be with Rema. This was sometime three years ago. I was in the lobby of the uh, Maven studio and I was waiting for some information. Sha. So while I was sitting there, a couple of artists passed. I mean, me before, I always think that artists have attitude. So sometimes I don't even bother to like great face right but like if our eyes should meet i would greet the person because it's like okay this is an awkward thing so let me say something so others passed even um artists that were not signed to label i guess they were doing some recording upstairs so i was just there and then i was um pressing my phone what i was doing i don't remember too but i was pressing my phone and then somebody comes up to me and taps my shoulder i thought maybe it's the um receptionist that has come to call me i look up it was Rema. Wow. <laughs> what part of your shoulder? <laughs> Can we receive grace? <laughs> they actually She never bathed for three years. What is the spot? So I was pressing my phone and I look up. At first, I freeze because in my head, I'm like, ah, what does this boy want with me? Like, after what happened? Is it him they sent to come and call me? And then he's like, um, hi, are you, are you fine? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. Wow. Like, Are you okay? Have you had anything? Do you want anything? I'm like, no, no, no. I don't. <laughs> I, I don't know how to describe it because it was like, why did you come and meet me? Mm-hmm. He just, he just, um, he now asks me like, um, what am I doing here? Like, where did I come for? Like, am I comfortable? Just asking mm-hmm. me all those kind of questions. Like, yeah. are you sure? Okay. Do you want anything? If you need anything. I'm upstairs. Eh? I'm dead. That's why I'm going to say, Rema, please, I want cook. <laughs> why not? Ah, no, 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 no. Let oh. me just mind myself. Rema, I want so, pics. After- <laughs> <laughs> so after everything, I was just like, oh, thank you. And he also said, um, I'm Rema. As far I don't know. Wow. Yeah. He now shook my hand. Then I am Rema. And I said, Aww. Oh, nice to meet you. I'm Sharon. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, You now did like thumbs up. I'll be fist bump. I didn't remember. And then he went upstairs. That's so cute. cute. I was like, It just gave me a kind of. Um, what do they call it? Endorphins. Some kind of boost, like if my mm. if my I was feeling low or feeling pensive yeah. or something, it just gave me some kind. Of, I was like, wow. So they're actually, I don't know. Artists are not what I thought. I guess that's mm. what I felt like at that point in time was my best. Um, my worst would be. <coughs> <laughs> African bad girl. Um, so one wow. day like this, I was on my own on Twitter. I usually do mind my business so on Twitter. Wait, sorry, sorry. Please say her name now. You didn't say she said name. African bad girl. And some people there are plenty know. African bad yes. girls. Okay, now. ABG. I was on Twitter one day minding my business as usual. But if there's something I don't like, it's when people um try to drag or shame people for certain things. Now, obviously, I think kind of like every other person, if you respond to a celebrity of sorts right you don't really think that they are going to see interact with you per se right i mean and this was like a while back maybe five years ago so um to a savage tweeted this thing about um um, i can't remember who did somebody had a cosmetic surgery done i can't remember which of the women now it has fled me but she now um referred 
to it in a very degrading like manner. And then she's someone who is always um, saying that she stands with women, supports them and all that. And then there were already speculations about her having done certain things as well, right? Although we didn't have any concrete, concrete evidence areas. and all that. So I just wrote innocent reply. You. All I wrote there was that you could have just referred to them as implants. That was my comment. Innocent. That's how, um, first of all, um, Ami came to reply me first, insult me. They, somebody self even called me uh, into a stick or something like that. <laughs> they dragged me like mad. Yo. I was like, hey, God, though, who am I now? And what did I do? You know, the worst part, they went to my um, image folder, like the media part of my Twitter. They went all the way down to go and look for photos of um, child Sharon. So they were even dragging a child, technically. <laughs> but like, no problem. And then before I knew it, I now click um, her page. I saw that you are blocked from being these viewers, these um, persons. But I said, okay, no problem now. Mm. It's not my fault, but you still could have got it implanted. <laughs> so, yeah, so that, I, I think that was my worst because I also feel like celebrities see when their fans go and attack someone and I also feel like they can tone it down. Mm. But when they leave it, it's just kind of somehow. I actually looked up the tweets just for fun. Let me see if I can find it very quick because I'm not blocked by African black girl. I say black girl, bad girl. She says, I have never, I will never judge any woman, whether she has fake boobs, fake ass, whether it's real or not, whether she's short, fat, skinny, because I don't know what insecurity she deals with. So I'd rather love her than condemn her. <laughs> and then the tweet is, it was 2018, 2018. It says, could have just referred to them as implants, though, with this side eye. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's true. She called it fake. Like, yeah, you don't call it fake. They are implants. Like when you call it fake, you're now, you're contradicting your, I will never judge because <laughs> calling it fake is literally well, who judging. Are you let me not let you. No, I can't you are... I see why they blocked you. <laughs> no, I but like. I see why they blocked you. Well, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. I see it. But look at me. I was just in uni, you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just a mm -hmm. young girl. But see, well, fake boobs, cool. fake ass. <laughs> Thick eyes, thick leg. Said, <laughs> "Ma'am, the correct terminology is implant." Thank oh, you very yeah, much. That's all. I just cared for the grammar. Mm, you know, I was mm. channeling my inner deji there. Because so like, <laughs> people should get it right. Mm. Should get the grammar right. Speaking yeah. of inner deji, deji, what's your own favorite um, interaction? My favorite interaction with a celebrity is um, I said celebrity, musician, artist, whatever, mm. artist, um, Nisa C. So when I was I don't know how old, around when You Know My P came out. So this is like 2008, thereabouts. He had a an album signing, album release slash signing at The Palms. And that was a time. I had an album release slash sign at The Palms. And I went. And it was just such a very nice interaction. Because what had been built in my head to that point was that he was super cool. Because you mm -hmm. know, he was like the coolest person in the world at the time. And it matched. Like he had all shades. He was moving through the room super suave. I think Ikechuku was there as well and Sasha. And it was just nice to like have built this person up in my head and not have them disappoint. On the flip side, <clears throat> just I, I should probably just do one, but I'd love to add two. Um, I also remember having a really dope conversation with Ladipo. Um, I can't necessarily disclose what it was about, but it was over drinks and he was just really dope, like very down to earth and very intelligent, very attentive. You know, um, it didn't feel like a celebrity interaction it just felt like yanning i have a momentum from the conversation that i still look at every now and again i remind you that it actually happened so yeah that was really dope as far as my worst interaction with a celebrity this one isn't really i didn't really interact with them per se 
was kind of like with Sharon's where um when the original and it's Don Jazzy, was it Don Jazzy? When the original Maven um project dropped, I can't remember what it's called now, but that very first one that they dropped for like their Maven rebrand or Mohit's rebrand, um somebody, a friend of mine was blasting the project because I mean the, the project caught a lot of heat you know I don't think it was well received so he was blasting it and he made a really funny joke that I don't remember right now and me just innocently I jumped to the thread and gave them like 10 O's on my LMAO oh, and Dojazi oh. just blocked everybody in the thread <laughs> and it's so funny because it's like Dojazi is such a cultural like icon you know so many conversations and things surround him and he's damn near Father Christmas. Imagine being blocked by yeah, Father Christmas. Father. You get <laughs> You know, so that's my little funny two two cents on my celebrity interactions. Um, okay, funny enough, um, I'm going to go with them. I'm going to say two best ones, but very short. Um, one of them is actually Ladipo as well. Um, I can't remember where I met him. This was very random. I was in secondary school, actually. I was still really young. Um Laura just came out as well. That's how young I am, guys. Damn. But um <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I hope some people don't think I'm old for that. <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm just saying young. <laughs> but Laura came out and I knew I knew Ladipo's verse. Like I really like rocked with it and everything. And I just jammed him randomly. I can't even remember where it was, but we just started speaking. And um, we clocked that we're both Liverpool fans and everything. So he started talking about football and stuff like that. He actually followed me on Twitter as well. Wait, let me check if he's still following me <laughs> by God's grace. Because that was a while Imagine ago. Imagine you finding out that he's still... No, stop now. Don't do that. Don't do that. I'm sure hey. he's still following me. No, wait. Wait. Okay, he's still following me. He only follows 600 and something people. And I'm one, 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 one of them. Show. Exactly. So yeah, now that was, that was really dope to be honest. And because of that, I think I've followed him closely because... There's like a real affinity. Then um, Davido as well, because for some reason, there was a time I just ended up um, in his house randomly with my cousin. Uh, come on, ended up in his house, Mr. Ended Industry. No, 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 it was that one and only time. But like, he was just very, he didn't know me. And he was just asking, well, are you good? Do you want anything? He actually offered me food, offered me water, all of that and stuff nice. like that. So he was actually really like kind that he didn't have to be because just a random nigga in his house. Like, what are you doing here? Yeah. But yeah both of them worst um i won't really say i have a worst one especially with um someone being a celeb but i'll give a funny story with um someone that he wasn't really a celeb back then or burner boy because um we kind of went to the same school one of the schools <laughs> all right so um back in secondary school some random visiting day obviously did visiting day job ha good food and then I was in my dorm and someone just called me that oh, um Damini is calling me. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, if Damini is calling me, I'm in trouble because so I just went to um his dorm and he was just looking at me like, oh, okay. Started asking me a few questions. I was like, who came to like see you this thing day? Just like, oh, my mom and my sister. I was like, oh mad, mad. That um he likes my mom. <laughs> that um that he wants me to go and tell my mom that he, he likes, likes her. her. This reminds me of one and cartoon. I was literally I, looking. I, I was literally looking at him like, "What the fuck is going on?" Like, I was literally just so embarrassed. I was just like, "What?" Because obviously his guys were there as well. And so I was just like, "Oh I was looking at mom throughout this scene that I really like her. That you need to." And we're going home maybe like a week or two after. So I was like, "Hey, that I should tell her and I should come back to him and Reports. tell him what she said." 
Because I didn't tell my mom. Like, huh, what's that? And he did, thankfully, he didn't remember. So he never came back to me. But was, it was very embarrassing because, like, his other pairs were there yeah, as well. And, everything, and he was making jokes on my mom, stuff like that. But, yeah. That being said, I remember my worst celebrity interaction. I, don't want, I, w- I didn't want to say it because now I like the person. And I understand better why we got into that situation. Um, INEC and the E had, like, a luncheon for artists and I w- I handled talent relations management for the two days that the events happened. So what that entailed was like I was in charge of speaking with all 28 talents that were booked for the weekend. So on the roster was Joe Boy and Joe Boy came in like the following morning. He was late. Ta- um, performances had already started. So, so no, let me not say he was late. He was stalled. His entrance was stalled. So he, he got to the hotel and then I was just trying to let him know, okay, um, his management was there, DJ was there and probably videographer or one or two other people were there. So I was trying to let him know because I didn't know who his manager was. So I just approached the group of them standing together. I was like, okay, you need to go change and so I can have a car on standby to take you to the venue, blah, blah, blah. Mom was like, I was not there. <laughs> hey, he was like, I wasn't there. He was staring into me, not at me like, let's see person know the displays. Or maybe his radio voiceover in the atmosphere. <laughs> so I didn't even finish what I was saying. I just stopped abruptly and walked away. And I wasn't called back that, what were you saying? Yeah. So I, they, pro- I, they probably thought I was a groupie or a famza who just approached like, oh, Joe boy, Joe boy, sign on my proofs. Sign on my body. <laughs> but no, I was just doing my job. <laughs> but like, it looks like he's a better person. I don't think I've had, I've not had the opportunity to work with him again. This was over a year ago. I haven't worked with him again, so I don't know if that still stands or that's different. But like, in content I've seen in other places, it looks like he's better. Anyway, um, that being said, um, there are a few artists that we have all met in real time. We've perceived what we feel their personality will be like. I'd like us to sort of draw a parallel to their persona and then speak a bit on how it affects the acceptance to their music. There are a few examples, but I think off the top of my head, I can speak on Starboy Terry and the lack of um, any substance to what we can say he is we know the music or some of it but there's no character or person to it you know how you can you you can see a tweet and be like oh there this is this person Mm -hmm. when we say caps in all caps there's a name that comes to your like someone typing in all caps there's a name that comes to your mind when you say oh this person types and uses or oh, some capital letters, some small letters. I know that that's Tariq. Mm, okay, yeah, I know it's somebody, yeah. So there's no character. There's no, we can't say, oh, this can be his reaction to certain things. This can be what he said. Like he's zero online. This, yeah. this type of person only comes online or becomes active in whatever capacity only when music is around the corner. And that's just announcement tweets announcement on Instagram story, um, out now video, and then they're back to the abyss. Yeah. I know that there was a particular point that Omale was on this pedestal as well until much recently when you say, oh, this person broke my heart. Oh, this person did this, 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 this. On the flip side, I'd say someone like Black Bones, 
before I used to think that oh people like black bones for black bones the influencer stroke comedian as opposed to black bones the artist but I think there's he has now gone to the point where there's a middle ground where we now accept him as both do you follow so who who are who are people that you guys have noticed this to and sort of draw the parallel between or oh, people who are absent and people who are active there's one person that came to mind as you started talking about um Persona Online. A while back, um, I actually don't know at what point I fell off, Sha, but I know a while back, I used to really like um Pretty Boy Dio's um, online Persona, everything about him. And it kind of looks like as he's in Odumodu's um, mood board. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he, he always had this talk my shit. Yeah. I'm going to make it. Um, I know what I'm doing. Caps even. Exactly. Think of they, it. they created a genre for him. Ote. What was that in? You take cultists. Have you? Take cultists. Afro cultists. Something like that. that he's made that kind of music, and you can see that now. That's what people are referring to Odumodu's um, personality, like and yeah. his kind of music, right? Um, for me, I also kind of feel like when it comes to artists, right? Depending on where they are, like if they are independent or if they are um signed. Um, if you have a certain kind of contract. And you have a certain kind of label that works with a PR agency or like a publicist and all. Some of them try to curate what your online persona is like, mm-hmm. right? And sometimes it just doesn't work. And then you you start discovering the people who are fake and people who are not fake. Mm-hmm. And that's why some people's own um, online persona doesn't live beyond a certain time. Someone like Simi, for instance, right? Has is consistent because I want to believe that's who she is, even in real life. So she doesn't have to wake up every day and wear a cap of, okay, I'm about to bring out Simi the online mm. um, persona. And um, I like when artists have personality online. Mm. Like, that's why I always reference things like BTS videos. I reference things like um, breakdown videos because it is these things that make us actually see who you are. Yeah. You tweeting and talking about your um, um, your career, your history and everything. And that's why we can feel bad if um, somebody says, oh, I want to drop my album. They tease it for us and then it doesn't drop. We can feel what they feel because they've proven to us that, oh, okay, my personality is friendly. You're my guy, right? Mm-hmm. You're my friend online. So see what I'm going to see what I'm going to And when um, other artists don't do that, like they lack it, I don't think it serves them well. Mm-hmm. So I always say that um, I, 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 I think it pays an artist better to talk more or bring out some kind of persona online. Whichever one it is, I don't know. Because some go left some mm-hmm. go right whichever one they choose i don't know you can choose the sweet family type like simi or you can choose the raging type like udumudu mm-hmm. the very any small thing you're quarter to controversy yes <laughs> up to you so what, something i can add to what you have said is i'd use john joe as an example beyond the lover boy appearance mm-hmm. he still had that that connection to his audience where he had a number that they could reach him on on thursdays or so maybe monday or thursdays yeah so that that particular time anyone could call in text so that connection with his fans was was there Mm -hmm. maybe it was not johnny drew that they were going that was going to be responding to their texts 
but they didn't need to know that. You guess they just felt like, oh, John Jones. I, I have a friend who, as a result of that, the funny thing how nature treated her is she looks like Rima so much. <laughs> <laughs> so it's always it's always in her face that this person that she's so in love with, that she had his number, she could call eight pm on so so day. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Did not lead anywhere for her. Shout out to John Drew, shout out for that tactic. Actually finished. <laughs> <laughs> the last story is just too funny. Like, What's a parallel that you can draw, did you? Um... I, I, one of when you guys talking, I was thinking about Techno's project and how before his project came out, there wasn't any real buzz. And while that maybe that's a function of him, I guess we spoke about it on the podcast of him not being on a major anymore, probably not having as many resources. I think it's also just him being quiet, you know. Um, and it's funny because Techno used to have, I would say, like a discernible persona online. Like he was very fun with his studio videos. He used to do lots of humor, accents. And then all of a sudden, maybe he just grew out of it. Didn't feel like that was part of what he was doing anymore. But you could see how, like, that lack of presence on your social media page could kind of, you know, just maybe stall your the awareness of your project a bit. Whereas on the flip side, you have like an Odumodu where we knew the project was coming. We knew when it was delayed. We mm-hmm. knew every single part of it because he just is not the type of person to ever really keep quiet about stuff that he's doing, you know. And I think... That also just gives even the people around you stuff to work with, you know. If they can tell your personality off rip and you're being authentic in a lot of the spaces that you occupy, then nobody really has to do too much research. Like if you think about his trailer, for example, for the project, it's so consistent with who he is, you know, guns, um, the hats that he likes to wear, just elements that feel very real to him, you know, um, but you can just see how like that can add an extra layer to your storytelling as far as like your career or the music that you that you make. Um, so I think it's it's super important that artists have it as well. Like just looking at Blackbones, for example, kind of like you mentioned, Moyo. Um, he has this thing that is almost like the way I describe it is not actually that. It's like witchcraft, where it's just like he he finds one thing that he drums in your head over and over and over and over again. So like even when I think about his new project, Emeka Must Shine, like. Mm. He has been prepping that before we even knew that that's what the album was called, you know. So just finding a way to always spin narratives and and create awareness and speaking to also what Sharon was talking about, authenticity as well. I've had the pleasure of meeting him and that's actually who he is. So he carries and he doesn't ever really have to fake it. You know, it's sustainable. It's not like he'll be funny today and then tomorrow he'll be like, he has run out of jokes. No, he's just a funny person, you know. Um. So yeah, I, I really think... That it's important that that artists and especially upcoming artists as well, if you don't have the resources that other people, other maybe mainstream or major label artists might have, 
have, you know, personas that are engaging mm-hmm. more than anything else. To be honest, you guys have used, I mean, Odumodi is a very good um, example. I would want to go to the extreme opposite where Odumodi is more in your face and is very loud. Um, I would want to talk about um, Kestanio as well, mm. where he's very like quiet. He's very, and again, he would actually still market all of his stuff, but in his own way where he might be in a video and he's literally just chilling, moving one hand or moving one leg and everything. And that's the vibe of his music as well. That's his own vibe. Like you can tell that is who he is. And he just brings that out. And it works for him to be fair. So it's a thing where you don't always have to be very loud or very in everybody's faces on social media or online as well for it to work. Um, then also looking at someone that's a switch in persona has actually pushed their career up as well. Um, AG Baby, Adekunle Gold, um, and Tio Tequila, all of those names have now come yeah. because, and for lack of a better word, this isn't what I thought personally, but this is what I've heard from a lot of people. At the former Adekunle Gold was, and I'm using air quotes, Raz, <laughs> where he couldn't really get to that international stage. He was always just going to be local. But that switch just kind of did something. I feel like he opened something up where he was just more, was just more out there and he was more volatile and he showed himself a bit more, showed his personality as well. Because when, again, like a better word, people said it was right, he was more quiet and he was doing like skits or funny stuff. Yeah. But now he's more of the, maybe not sex icon, but I'll use sex icon. No, you can't. Because... He's just, no, again, I know I'm not saying it, but that could be better word is very key. But yes, now he's more international. Like his brand now is something you can sell to the local audience and the international audience. Whereas beforehand, it was really just local audience and nobody internationally would have lapped that up. I think he's a very good case study, in fact, for um a lot of artists that maybe their personas right now aren't exactly working for them. So they would want to switch. And again, it's not just going from A to B. I, I'm very sure a lot of research went into that as well. Because just because he did it, that exact switch might not work for everyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So a lot of research would have to And personal that growth as too. Well. Exactly. Personal growth as well. And it fits him. That's yeah. the thing. It goes with, if it didn't fit him, you would, I mean, you would know. Yeah. But the fact that it fits him and he's almost like grown into it, you can see the confidence as well and stuff like that because I felt like he was a bit more shy and timid when he first like came into the scene. But yeah, I think AG is a very good um, case study for most artists. I should be looking at maybe like a personal switch to um, boost their career. Yeah. I think another person that's sort of worthy of notes is Davido himself. To an extent, Davido is engaging um he seems like the sort of person who lives, who's attentive to what his audience is saying. Maybe it's now not an end-to-end conversation where he re- responds to all. I mean, there are a few that show that he's actually looking out. If you remember the guy that was cycling from yeah. the 15-hour yeah. cycle guy, and then he responds like, I'm not at home, go back. <laughs> yeah, he's always seemed connected. Yeah, yeah. He, he seems connected. And I think that follows to his music as well where people are also attentive in return. Yeah. There's always feedback. Like, he, he gets feedback. People always come back online or wherever and say, okay, this is music sounds sort of like this. I think that's something in itself, no matter how big he gets. And I think he's one of the only 
top talents in Nigeria right now who actually do that. Do you follow? I mean, yeah, Wiz is here once in a while to say one or two, but nothing too much about conversing or offended responses. The, oh, that was a kid. <laughs> so um, this is Wiz now. now Wiz. There's no kidding. Big, big Wiz. Big Wiz. Someone yeah. who it has worked ad- adversely for would be Brymo. Um, I thought I thought he was cancelled, but he's. They keep bringing that nigga's name back up, man. He's 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 still um a pretty much relevant-ish voice right now. From I started noticing from conversation where he mentioned um the feature with Simi and how he had wanted it to go. Say oh for the connection that they needed to sleep together, blah blah. And then Ag butts in the conversation talks about how oh he's sick this this this. So yeah, there's that. To me, that seems like a self sabotage persona. But I mean, this person still getting bookings, so it obviously still tickles some people's fancy, mm-hmm. and so they, he's still in the conversation. Yeah. So I think it's a thing where the talent in line with their branding has to know what persona works for them. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it's some some it's not on them whether it's going to be consistent. Yeah. In Simi's case or where it's curated, where they have a publicity or PR team. What do you guys think? Guys, guys, guys guiding their online personas. Yeah, their online. I look. guess it depends. So a lot of um, personalities and personas are hinged on brands and branding. So um, some people spend so much time creating a certain kind of brand. And in order to stick to the script of the brand, you have to have a certain kind of persona online. Now, some others really are just cool. Like, they didn't think up this persona. It just fell upon them. Case in point, Rema is just a cool kid. So, like, you won't see him posting every day. You won't see him. But we all know that there's an annual Rema rant, <laughs> right? So, that is already his own kind of um, online type thing that he has going on. And it's still working for him. Now, this silence and this cryptic-like behavior online where maybe you post the sky or you post yourself with your head down one day randomly, it won't work for every artist. So I would, I would say artists just need to know where they are and at what point in their careers. Because WizKid can get away with it now because of where he is in his career. He has already built a kind of fan base that is carrying the personality for him or rather carrying the persona or everything. They, have, they are the persona now. Because now we know Whiskey FC, they have a vibe. The same way we know David O fans, they have a vibe, right? 30 BG, they have a, a, a vibe. So now personas have translated, they've left artists and fallen on their, on their fan bases, especially artists that have gotten to a certain level. But I would say that if you are an upcoming artist, a newly... Um, released artists and all that you can't afford to have the cryptic personality or the once in a while um persona online you just have to keep talking about stuff whatever it is that you choose if you want to choose football choose it if you want to choose politics choose it if you want to choose um social issues choose it but you mm, can't afford like it cause you'd like to support yeah, if you want to choose family and life choose it but you can't afford to be quiet. If you want to choose drugs, like every hot gist, 
you go and be dragging people into comment section. I see some <laughs> celebrities doing that. Sometimes me, I used to say, ha, now wow. But I guess they are human beings too. Really. <laughs> so anyone you choose, choose it and just stick to it and hope it works out. That's mad because everything you've said, Odumoju does it. Every really? single thing you've been in the comment section fighting niggas. She said politics, said football, a comment section for uh uh-uh. do they rack them on Twitter. Oh, I didn't know Odumoju was a politics guy. With that song that he released. Okay. <laughs> Come okay. on. Uh-uh. Moixi? Someone I think fits into um, what you have said to an extent is Files. Files is usually quiet-ish, but he's he's gingered when it's politics related. Mm-hmm. And that, that, that side of him is prominent and it sticks. So when it's time for music, he's back with marketing. And then I think his marketing also does pretty well. So it sustains conversation for time being. He basically has like a whole, like, almost political projects as well. Does um, it? What's it called again? So it's called Moral Instruction. Who told you? Thank you, Moya, for reminding me. <laughs> well, about yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, talking about Faust just being in his, let's say, political bag, when, when you talk about um, Moral Instruction, the EP that he brought out in 2019, that was one thing that really highlighted it. And he just showed that. He also showed that he knew what he was doing. He knew what he was saying as well. He wasn't just ranting. He wasn't just there for being there. He was actually about that life. And again, we've seen it with things that have happened within Nigeria as well and how he has like spoken up. So yeah, definitely that is a very strong persona for him. Yeah, so there's something that um I thought about as she started speaking, right? So um in this part of the world, the music um, industry here, or I, I don't know if I'll call it the consumer market here. Personality and personas don't quite have as much implication on artists and their streams as much as out there. Why? I don't know. So, e.g., Faust has this whole political thing going on, right? And some of us here, I don't know if it's because of where we are, and like I said before one time, we're already trampled upon as a nation. So I don't know if all of us, so we see his point. So we just want to support him, right? But outside, there are certain artists that would be this politically inclined and you will see people backing out of their music. You will see people saying, oh no, I'm not streaming this. And you will actually watch the streams decline. So Nigerian artists actually have some kind of grace that I don't know if they realize. Where someone is even dragged for their persona or praised for it, it doesn't quite affect their the streams. streams. We can talk about Udumudu and that his first name song from now to tomorrow, but it doesn't translate in the way we would imagine. So what is actually the extent of persona's impact on music? Does I mean, it even have any? Considering just streaming, like the Nigerian streaming market is so small anyways, as far as like people that actually have DSPs that pay like Spotify or Apple Music. I mean, at the last check, last conversation I remember having, I don't think the entire market in Nigeria alone was up to 200,000 people. Mm-hmm. And if not 200,000, let's say 300,000 people. So that doesn't even move the needle to that extent. Now, if you switch to like the audio marks, then you can see the real reflection where like people like Shea Vibes have over a billion streams. So to that degree, yes, I don't think our conversations really, like especially the ones on social media, particularly affect anything. However, the re- my argument then for it would be as far as like um 
maybe talking yourself out of potential deals and things like that, sponsorships, because I'm not going to speak about the artist, but I remember this one artist, um, we're in the middle of locking something up for him um, with a big alcohol brand. And one of the things that made them back out of the deal was just very, what's the word? Reprehensible behavior regarding I sex. knew he was hiding somewhere. <laughs> like <laughs> the, the word. Word, he, yeah. <laughs> just like reprehensible behavior online regarding sex. And just like, yeah, we don't know that we want to be associated with this. Yeah. Um, so to that degree, I think it still matters. Like even just have, remember the conversation we're having about Odumodu the other day. Um, yeah. Right now, it's not affecting him, but you really don't know who or what, like where where those types of things can potentially so, cause an issue. You so know? that that would mean that um in this part of the world, um it's likely to affect other things outside the music they make itself. Yes, yeah. in form it's of very likely to affect that as yeah. opposed to at least the negative yes, because side. Because I remember um I just have to sorry I just have to talk about. Doja Cat again. Remember when she went on with the whole demon thing and when mm-hmm. she started cussing out her fans and all? Literally, her streams dropped and her songs started recording very low plays. Mm-hmm. So you can see that outside is beyond the brands now that associates with you. It actually does translate to your music as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then yeah. that's why people can switch. And today you see the person is quiet. I mean, in this country, today they are quiet, tomorrow they are loud. But tomorrow they are allowed to do their... They're quiet. They're quiet. And that's why also people like Brimo can get away with it and still be putting out music because he knows that they will talk, talk, talk. They will move on. Mm. There are too many things happening at once in this country for us to remain in one person's madness. I think one thing about the ecosystem that we we operate is if you can escape it on this end, you know, mm. escape it on the other end. I'll what use the example of True. The, ta- the talent that was... The word that you said out of their endorsement because of comments that they made online. We're not privy to that. We're probably still listening to their music as normal. But that happened on that end. The work, for lack of better word, mm-hmm. part of the industry doesn't listen to Brimo anymore At all. because of things that Brimo has done. But there's another part of the Nigerian industry who will pay big bucks to have Brimo on Jigga. So that's what I mean by there's a part that would favor them. There's a part that wouldn't. Yeah. Do you follow? Oh, so we, but we can't measure how much it actually impacts the Impact, artistry. Yes. Yes. I mean, we cannot say for sure. I mean, with him, he's also very niche. So like the niche circles, he's probably going to always be able to make that money. Mm-hmm. I think he was, at, well, he had like a, was it fella? No, it wasn't celebration, but it was something along that line. But he probably will never do a mainstream, mm-hmm. like a big mainstream platform yeah. again, you know. That brings us to the end of this episode. I would have said we drop our golden mics and golden pens, but Deji has melted them to do dog tag. <laughs> <laughs> so we end on such a boisterous note with our enormous, lovely personalities. Thank you guys for listening. Um, I'm making it this far. If you've been listening from the beginning, shout out to you. Don't forget to post and share to your friends. Use our hashtag with an S pod and show some love. Tag all of us, good girls and bad bitches and controllers and and big Englishers. Dog taggers. <laughs> I leave you with love and my famous kiss. 
Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultrasoft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 